on last week's Irrevelations. It says he inflicted heavy losses on the Philistines oh, and yeah, saved Keelah. Yay! I bet you could just hear uh, David just be like, oh God, oh God, oh God. <laughs> Hell yeah, he's getting closer to God. Holy fucking shit, that's Saul. Saul's in our cave taking a fucking dump. Suddenly his conscience hits him because he's a fucking coward. So Nabal's like, I don't know who David is. I don't know who Jesse is. Would you guys just get the fuck off my porch? May God deal with David ever so severely if by morning I leave alive one male of all who belong to Nabal. Don't even wait for his body to grow cold. We're here to fucking plow, plow, yeah. plow, plow, plow. David wants to Netflix and kill. Before we turn to the word, I would like to can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn America. Nothing in the The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Child molester's wife sues Mormon church for $9.5 million, says husband is in prison because clergy reported his confession. Um, essentially, the wife of an Oregon man serving a 15-year prison sentence for sexually abusing the couple's daughter, their daughter, has filed a $9.5 million lawsuit against the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, saying a clergy member violated a promise of confidentiality by reporting her husband to authorities. Isn't there no, uh, isn't that clause of our law void if it involves someone being harmed? I'm pretty sure. It, it's an interesting bit. Uh, the, the, I just want to finish the last bit. The last bit was, is that uh, in addition to herself, the woman also listed four of her children as plaintiffs, saying they have all been deprived of her husband's companionship, society, and love, <laughs> affection, and financial support. Not listed is the couple's fifth child who was molested by her father over four years. So the other four... <laughs> The other four are desperate oh, no. for their father's love and affection and financial support. The other one, the fifth one, is actually in the opposite corner. She doesn't She's had even... her fill. Wait, she doesn't even want to get her dad out of jail? <laughs> what a shitty daughter. It sounds like she was asking for it. <laughs> uh, I love I love that it's like it's like, yeah, these four are really missing their dad. What about that? What about that one over there? Not so much. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> That one uh, could honestly take it or leave it, I think. But Jesus Christ, uh, seeks $9.5 million for the family's emotional distress and lost income, and another forty k for the money spent on a criminal defense lawyer to represent the husband on his child molestation charges. I, I, I don't know. What a fucking absurd existence that you're like, come on, guys, we got to get your father. Yeah, they're just one in the corner shivering, be like, I, uh. <laughs> everyone bully your younger sister. She's what did this. <laughs> That little, that little thought. <laughs> that little fucking slut over there. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh. Well, oh, I got to say. Yeah. It My my level of respect for the Mormon church went from absolute zero to, right. like, one. 
They're at a one. They're at yeah. one. I, I do have to Kelvin. say, it, it, one I, I, I learned I learned a lot in researching this case. What little research I did. Uh, one of the interesting things is that um, what is that? Mandatory reporters. So if a teacher finds out a kid is being abused, they are mandatory reporters. They have to legally have to fucking tell somebody. Yes. Uh, take that, Joe Paterno. But churches uh, in Oregon law. Um, the Oregon law that covers mandatory reporters specifically states that clergy members are exempt. So this is a real, real hero. He legally could have been like, yeah, guys, it is. He is fucking his daughter who I have to look at every I don't Sunday, know. If, but. Does that even qualify you as a hero? Like, that's pretty easy. <laughs> the bare minimum. Yeah. It, like, I think in today's I didn't world, let this does. guy continue to molest his daughter. Oh, wow. I mean, good. I mean, I mean, I, I think, am glad. Don't get me wrong. But like, no shit. Like you're an actual <laughs> fucking monster if you didn't do anything. So I think it's just that the dad's on the wrong side of that thin white line. Like priests protect priests. If true, they find true, out like true. their hobie was doing it, they're like, man, we got to cover this shit up. But when they find out a guy's doing it, they're like, man, we don't have a fucking. He's not even in the same union as us. Let's get yeah. rid of his ass. Plus, he was molesting a girl, which is the priest version of gay. <laughs> yeah, that's not cool at all, man. No, like uh, you realize that's a sin, Mister. As he's keep like, it in really- the gender. Right? Yeah, that's it's a sin to fuck women. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of marriage, but dudes, that's just two homies. <sighs> just a little it's it's like uh how the Spartans did it. It's like a mentorship program. <laughs> Again, uh Google Pakistan child grooming, but no. uh, <laughs> it's, all, it's it's Why? it's 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 a it's a thing. Um yeah, it is a fucking interesting take. I I I just I saw it and I was like no fucking way. But uh <laughs> a lot of interesting shit out there. Just desperate, desperate for their father back. How dare they break up this family? Everyone's just so desperate for his, his love, affection, and financial support. That fifth one was probably getting all five of those things at once, and was probably getting the lion's share. They're probably like glad she's. Getting I bet they spread now. it out. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I, no, come on. The other ones you just know, haven't been proven yet. Right, she's not a malcontent. She's the only malcontent, you know. She was just. She was the only. I, I wonder if they show a, a like a family picture. There's just one cute girl, and you're like, well, that's why. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those other kids are fucking. Ugly. Those other four look like biters. I'm not keeping those around. Is that why Mormon ki- Mormons uh, families have so many children? They're just trying to have a sexy one. <laughs> just keep trying until one comes out. What with all the multi wives and inbreeding, yeah, probably. If I had to guess, I mean, I we're guess. throwing a lot of shade at what should be kind of a. I don't want to say if I'd say it's uplifting. You know, I, I, I don't I, think that they're uh, inbreeding. They're pulling out as much. They're getting as many women in as they can. Like <laughs> probably some sort of a sex trafficking. Situation. Well, when you're talking about a patriarchy where one man is breeding four women, then yeah, yeah you, obviously extra genetics related. Yeah, extra, yeah. extra chromosomes even. It's, but, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's ex, it's ex, it's uh, genetic diversity. I don't think that's how it works. I'm about it. No, yeah, I think right. that we should adopt that one tenet of. Uh, uh, what do they call it? F- F- polygamy? L- the FLDS? FLDS, yeah. I think polygamy is badass. And whatever the... Op- and ma- both ways, right? Right. I think what? women should have be allowed to have a stable of studs. I think that's <laughs> awesome. That, that video was going around Reddit about... Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm one woman with four boyfriends. Oh, and yeah, we are pregnant. That. And I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. It's <laughs> awesome. 
It is pretty, I don't know, I, you can see the look on the guy's face. There's this one big Jacksonville woman pregnant. Yeah. And it's like, and and they were like, how does it work? And like this one weirdo weeb nerd fucker, that obviously the outspoken one in his fucking My Little Pony shirt is like, well, it's like we're the spokes on the wheel and she's the hub. Aww. And then the woman was like, and then this is the bedroom where we take turns because everyone wants a time cuddly. And I'm like, imagine being one of the three out in the fucking hallway just listening with like a glass against the door, you know, and then. And just trying to just trying to find time. Well, who's really who's really okay? I'm not trying to be that guy, right? It's not all right. about looks, but don't you think the guys on the outside are the lucky ones? <laughs> <laughs> They're like just begging not to be called in. <laughs> <laughs> just oh god, I just don't want to have to lick up afterwards. <laughs> oh, 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 stop! The fucking chord wheel is all cleaning that <laughs> fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should, we should talk about anything else. This is a fucking terrible tangent. Uh, um, so back to the know. Mormons. Yeah, I think he's a hero. I think in today's age, it's it's kind of weird how Do you know why widespread pedophilia is. Do you know why he's a hero? It's just because this obviously, even though he's not a cl- the the accused is not a clergy member, this is still going to look bad for the Mormon Church, right? So I think I in that regard. The priest, the priest, whatever the fuck he's called, pastor, I don't know. Clergy, I don't know. I didn't even know that they did confession. Wait a second. Mormons? Yeah. I think, I I, I legitimately think that they do lots of confession. I don't know. Man, Man, what what does any of it fucking matter? Hey, if you're, listen, real quick, uh, if you're one of our listeners and you want to be part of the podcast, we are looking to hire someone for free. To, to, infil- to infiltrate the Mormon church. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can give us hot scoops. Yeah. And you got to promise not to become a real one. Yeah, you can't. If you show up with two wives. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You got to share that shit. Yeah. You just can't, like, fuck any of your kids or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we draw the line. I will instantly hard line in report state. anyone for child molestation. Yes. I, 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 do you know I, what I'll I, do? I, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Um, Sorry, Sierra's not home, and I get really scared. So I always have that <laughs> okay. by me. Yeah, all right, obviously. Yeah. Okay, we need more of that in our lives. Yeah. That okay. sound. Um, I don't know. I, I was just thinking about like Joe Paterno, and how easy it would have been just to be like, "Hey, that guy's fucking raping a kid right there." Like, should we let that keep man, on going? Fuck that guy. You know. Yeah, but um, so I, I, I'm gonna shout out. We don't. We, I, I think. Listeners of the podcast will think we're just 100% negative against the church. But, you know, in this one instance, that's that's one in their column. Do you know the great thing about the Joe Paterno case? Give it to me. My favorite part of the whole situation is that because Joe Paterno was so scandalized, they actually made him no longer the winningest coach in NCAA history and gave it to Florida State's Bobby Bowden. <laughs> it's just you, the, you it's didn't the graduate win. from FSU, all right? That's not really your school, all right? <laughs> Not your, yeah, but you know, uh, yeah, just right, good things. Uh, what I like to call uh, silver linings in the clouds. Yeah, you get to you get to you get to fist bump with all the other people. Like, yeah, I dropped out of that school. You guys, that's <laughs> fuck Joe Paterno. We're all on the same team here. Hell yeah! Great, great news. Uh, yeah. Shit. Sometimes uh, I think about uh, how annoying it'll be if someone listens to our podcast like starts now, maybe, and just uh, all of our fucking references are just. Stupid, stupid, and old. I don't. I, don't, I think if outdated. you go back, they're also stupid and outdated. Like they'll never be. They'll never yeah. be. We're never. We're never topical. Right. Um, except we're for never when right. we're always topical. Um, 
you know, speak, what that guy should have had and what we're providing to our uh, audience is more Bible. More Bible. If that guy had been in his Bible, he would have been too busy to molest his daughter. Yeah, if that guy had really followed the Bible, <clears throat> he would have done as we're about to see right now. In this, yeah, uh, in fact, this if you're in that same situation where this podcast is the only thing stopping you from molesting your children, retweet our, our, <laughs> release, of the, retweet our release of this episode. We'll know. And we'll give yeah. you a nod, and we'll be proud of you. We we'll, won't tell we'll, anyone. We'll, we'll like. We'll thumbs up. We'll be like, that guy's fucking cool. <laughs> I don't think you can like a retweet. Maybe you can. I don't know. I Let's don't get know into it, though. Yeah. Let's read <laughs> Guys, yeah, this old. is the Revelations podcast. Uh, we're out here reading the Bible so that you don't have to, because you shouldn't. And I'm Grant DeVoice. And I'm Cole Delusky. And we are on episode 68. Wow. What a big yeah. old number. We're getting, uh, we're getting through it. Yeah, we're picking it up in 1 Samuel chapter 26. Things are getting hairy for old David out there. Uh, I guess they're hairy. I, I, I don't. This is one of my most infuriating reads of the Bible where I'm like, obviously, someone wasn't paying attention when they wrote this book. I mean, maybe, but I, book or, I also or, think or this or is going to be my favorite episode in First Samuel. <laughs> All right. So, so somehow, yet again, if you recall from, uh, I think it was 24, not two fucking chapters ago, First um, Samuel 24, uh, there was an instance where the Ziphites go to Saul in Gibeah and say, hey, David is in the hills over here. Uh, can you go get him and then give us the fucking finder's fee? And Saul was like, oh, yeah, I definitely fucking hate David. We didn't just have a fucking bro hug, and he didn't just spare me in a cave five minutes ago, and yeah. then we all said we're all good. That didn't just fucking happen. Let's let's do the exact same thing over and over again with the exact same people in the exact same place. Wouldn't that be and the same fun? outcomes, right? And the same outcomes, yeah. So yet again, somehow, inconceivably, inexplicably even, uh, the Ziphites come to Saul at Gibeah saying, hey, did you know that uh, so, uh, David is like hanging out in the hills uh, opposite Jeshimon? And Saul's like, ooh, yeah, let's go get him. And he goes down to the wilderness of Ziph, same exact place, uh, with 3,000 chosen men, same exact number of people, to All seek right. David. Here's the question. Are the Ziphites just the first ever teacher's pets? <laughs> I don't... I uh, hate them. I wonder... I wonder what Saul's deal is, because certainly there is a lot of these sycophants. I mean, there's Doeg, who's like, I'll kill a whole city for you. I'll, I'll, I'll suck your dick for free. Well, Doeg like, makes sense, because he's I an like Edomite. He's an Edomite. He's trying to get in. He has to worm up. What right. the fuck are the Ziphites doing? They should just be happy in their desert. Do you think David is harassing them? I think maybe he is. Because otherwise, I, I why would know. they give a shit? I think it's more like a, um, like a, The Apprentice kind of situation where everyone's just constantly trying i to, think saul's a little bit of a maniac so everyone's just no. constantly trying to suck up a little bit saul is awesome take the take his name out your mouth please <laughs> i think that what's going on here is more of like a uh tra- like a trailer park boys scenario where like <laughs> like uh ziff ziffer or whatever it is ziff the desert of ziff is like the trailer park and david is like a band of vagrants that comes in and like there's all these hijinks to try and get him caught like okay. it just feels there could be a good show here i think <laughs> like we don't really need to consider it's just like uh it's just like the sheriff constantly going after them duke boys yeah, yeah he's yeah, never yeah, gonna yeah, catch yeah. them they're always gonna get away exactly we don't need it we don't need to reinvent the wheel this is just good entertainment exactly but uh, needless to say, uh, Saul, not having learned his lesson, somehow, inexplicably, in real life, 
uh, listens. He chases. He, he listens to these Ziphites and chases David in the wilderness. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I I'm going to say officially that this is just the same story told two different ways, and the the Bible was like, yeah, fucking put them both in. Who cares? No one's gonna, you're probably no one's gonna right. Read this shit. Um, yeah. Like, what are the odds that the Ziphites came to them twice? The Ziphites, uh, not Ziphites. Because there are subtle differences. In the last instance, um, Saul is pursuing David and just happens to be taking a uh, shit-slash-jerk session in the same cave David's hiding in. Yeah, while, but also while he was out there looking because of the Ziphites. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the same. What was different was that Saul just had oh, to sure, stumble sure. upon David. In Last this time instance, I was shitting, this yeah, time this, David hunts him down. Yeah. Yeah. In this instance, David sends out a couple of spies and seeks out Saul himself. He's like, no, 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 fucker, counterattack, you know? Uh, so his spies tell him, hey, Saul's encamped over here. And David's like, all right, man, let's do this shit. And yeah. he sees so that. So the interesting thing real quick, yeah. these two spies, one is an, uh, one is a Hittite, which is like, that's a real ass group of people, right? The Hittites were legit back in the day. Um, wait, wait, and wait. The where other you is, that the spies were a Hittite? Um, it is verse 6, 26, 6. David then asked oh, Ahimelech oh, okay, the Hittite okay, right. and Ishab Ashbla, the other guy, who is his Joab's brother. I think that's his like in-law or something. Anyways, so it's like an in-law and this foreigner, and uh, he asked them to go in and, and scope it out with him. So he's also a spy. David's going too. Mm-hmm. And they find him, sure enough. And Saul is a fucking badass. Saul is sleeping as the king of this people, right? Huge group of people. He's sleeping out on the battlegrounds, out chasing his prey right. with his with his spear stuck in the ground next to his head. That's <laughs> fucking badass. Dude. He's just he's like, let me just fight. leave this murder machine. You know, it's like me when I sleep with my AR like in my pillow. You know, yeah. I just, I just, I just like <clears throat> to keep it close. Just in case the government tries to step on my rights. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Note, that was Cole's voice. There. <laughs> uh, He's those alphabet boys come to step. Oh They're going to get God. it. Good, 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 good. Okay, help, help, help. Um, moving on, moving on. Uh, so basically, <laughs> the other two are like, yeah, let's kill his ass, right? In his sleep. Um, and David, being the honorable one again, didn't want to kill him while he's pooping, doesn't want to kill him while he's sleeping. And I can respect that. That's a little bit of David that I do like. Yeah. I mean, again, bare minimum for a hero, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the Bible's thing. Yeah. Like, I won't kick a man while he's unconscious. Like, well, fucking. I mean, I hide, will. So hide your girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So again, but David said to Abishai, do not destroy him. For who can stretch out his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? Okay, Lord's anointed, are we still calling Saul that? Because God has fucking abandoned him, and it's only going to get worse. Yeah, I, I don't know. As the Lord lives, the Lord shall strike him, or his day shall come to die, or he shall go out to battle and perish. I don't I don't really It's the same it. shit as last time. Uh, like, this is what David said. Is it just blind uh, love of authority? Is that all this is? Like, hey, you know, don't hurt him. He's, he's Maybe. He's, that's a cop. Don't wait, do wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. Maybe Saul looks a little like Jonathan. <laughs> and he's like we don't hurt handsome men you guys like, it's a weird rule to have so what does david do instead he takes the spear and he takes the water jug while he's asleep now here's why it's so easy for him to take the spear in the water because god put all of saul's camp into a deep sleep so david's not even good and sneaky he's not yeah. even cool 
We can't even let him be a hero. God's doing this all. David yeah. is just a fucking puppet. God, with all his powers, could handle all of this in the blink of an eye. Could just oh, yeah. depose Saul. Hey, David, you're in charge. No reason for... Uh, I sure hope there isn't like a massive war and casualty coming up. I'm sure we can settle this oh, yeah, some yeah. other way. He's like, or I could just give him a little sleepy time tea. Well, God is showing us time and again that he has zero regard. And if anything, the opposite of regard, like complete, utter hatred for human life. Yeah, he fucking hates people. Like the only language he speaks is pain and suffering and murder, preferably of the defenseless. It is kind of interesting because we don't really see that much now. Like we're already we're, we're 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 414 pages into the Bible, and I feel like we're already past the point where God has any love or affection for humankind. Uh, yeah, we're we're long since past that. God is officially an absentee father who just shows up to cash his check. To get, you know, sure, uh, it, not not the guy that he, that he's made out to be. I would say an American evangelical. Right. It, it, I, I'm kind of wondering what God's even deal is right now, or how anyone would justify this. What is God doing right now? Is he? Just, oh, we're gonna get to like. Let's <laughs> <laughs> okay. not. I'm let's confused. Not spoil it. He, he's created this king, this whole ch- uh, uh, ascension bullshit. So he put the wrong guy as king. He admits that. I don't give a fuck yeah. what anyone says. He admits, oh, yeah, I fucked up. I put the wrong guy as king. Yeah, yeah, I'm an asshole. And now he's got this other king when, oddly enough, didn't we just agree? Didn't God just come to the point of view of like, hey, by the way, kings are fucking bad. You guys should worship God. So is he just he fucking can't... around to fuck around? I don't even get it. What's the point? What's the point of God doing all I this guess... effort to create something he doesn't even want? I guess if I was going to be the apologist, it's that, okay, and it's so hard to do this. Like, I'm pretty good at playing devil's advocate, I think, but (laughs) this is tough. I think that it's, okay, the people have already crossed the line and demanded a king. They've already betrayed God in that regard. Right. So he kind of spitefully almost, I think, fucked up and gave them like a, oh, you want a king? Here's a king. And kind of like, you know. Through, the, cro- through the croissant at his children, right, so to speak. Like, oh, right. you want breakfast? Whap! And then the kid's crying and, like, nibbling on it, but crying. He's like, all right, I'm going to make some ham and eggs. And, like, you're fine. Shut up, I'm still going to throw up. the ham and eggs at you. Yeah, There's going to be a te- fight. There's going to be a fight like between the, the croissant and the eggs. He's like, CPS is on the way over here. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to make you some ham and eggs. Uh, they're going to have to fight it out, obviously, versus, yeah, yeah. The, versus the croissant. You could only eat yeah. one. <laughs> you couldn't finish the croissant. Okay, okay. And then the go breakfast to ham analogy eggs. falls apart. All right, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> my point is that I, that's my apologetics of it is that God was kind of gave them Saul as a, hey, this is what comes with kings. And now he's actually rectifying it because they're still as people, God damn it. <laughs> you know, uh, literally. So, um, at this point, David he takes the wine or takes the water bottle, takes the spear, gets a safe distance away where he can still holler at them, which I don't think is possible, but he does. And he yells down to them. Uh, he yells at Abner, who I think is what Saul's like top uncle. general. It's his whatever. Uncle. Yeah, but okay. it's like the the like general guy. Sure. He yells down. and He says, "Hey, Abner, wake the fuck up!" And Abner's like, "Whoa, who, who who's out there?" And he goes, "I thought you were supposed to be like a good servant. You need to get your ass kicked because I just walked all through your shit." And took the spear and took the water. Where is it now, bitch? So Saul steps in at that point and he's like, hey, is that is that David's voice? Is that Which is funny because that's the same thing he did last time, remember? Yeah, the exact same shit. Um, like, is so that, is that this- my boy David? It didn't make sense last time. Now it actually makes sense that yeah, he just heals Which is yelling, funny. You know? yeah. So the only, the only addition here is that Abner's there now. It's now a spear instead of a piece of his, piece of his uh, robe. 
But Saul calls out, and it does the same sad bullshit that he did last time. It's pretty pathetic. Where he's like, you know, David, I get it. You're better than me. I'm such a piece of shit. And God never should have made me the king. And just whining and pissing and moaning. And in general, being a a sad sack. Yeah, it's pretty pretty garbage. Pretty garbage people. Um, Yeah. But he's like, okay, well, you'll be king. And David's like, why are you chasing me with like 3,000 guys? For the king of Israel has come out to seek a flea as when one hunts a partridge in the mountains. Which I, yeah. I guess it's kind of what he said last time. Yeah, where he, he's so. belittling himself. He's being overly modest. Where it's like, all right, we you get know. it. Yeah, it's just like you're gonna send the entire national guard over this branch of Davidians. Like the fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and so then what he does is he says, all right, you know, Saul says, come back, come back to me, be my heart player. Like that was because real. That was the only thing that helped Saul's problems. Um, but God sent a literal fucking demon to live inside of his head and fuck with him. Uh, so you can understand why Saul is not a happy camper. But David says, I'm going to leave your spear here. Send one of your young men over here to pick it up. And I'm just going to say real quick, that young man is probably going to have a pretty hefty therapy bill down the line. <laughs> uh, whatever yeah. David's Like, come plans. get your spear. And, like, the guy's like, all right, I'll come grab it. Like, fucking Saul knows nothing more than to molest that spear. Yeah. Um, and again, may the Lord repay every man for his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord delivered you into my hand today, but I would not stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. So he's like, God gave me, gave you to me, but I didn't do it. So it almost feels like he's being disobedient to God while trying to be obedient to God. Yeah, I don't which know I think says that David understands that he's a fickle fucking God. And you better guess right. <laughs> you know <laughs> who knows or you're gonna end up no one seems to know or... what any of these people are supposed to be doing but but that's yeah. it so yeah. uh ta-da the same old shit uh david spares saul and then they go their own ways and david's like that guy's pretty cool i hope nobody uh comes to me tell me where he is next time otherwise i might have to just chase after him kill his ass again <laughs> i'm so fucking goofy and forgetful and just not paying attention to my surroundings <laughs> it's a terribly written character um so at this point that's the end of that's basically the end of chapter 26. Saul goes home. Uh, chapter 27, David is tired of this bullshit. So assuming that these are two different stories, he's now been hunted down by Saul a couple times. He's had spears thrown at him. And that's, you know, I can imagine how that would be exhausting, right? Running for your life all the time. Yeah, I don't. We're about to hit a character arc for David, which I don't really understand. Um, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it is kind of. Uh, uh, let's let's recall uh, David. Uh, soon to be king of Israel, a wise and just man, is fleeing Saul. Uh, David's the only one that God cares about and is talking to, and yet somehow David is like, you know what, guys? Let's fucking defect to the Philistines. Hey, aren't the Philistines those guys we just killed like three weeks ago? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah but it'll be cool now. Let's the people that David has, has butchered. Uh, this is like whenever... Uh, let's say that Hitler didn't kill himself and he was like, oh, I need to escape the war crimes trial. And so he sought a uh, sanctuary in Israel. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, like, it doesn't uh, make sense. It's like when a cop goes to jail and they're like, I hope these yeah. guys are all cool. We're on the same team now, right? You know, like, <laughs> hey, look, hey, I'm, I'm a prisoner too. I'm one of you guys. Oh, I put all you guys away, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Oopsies. It, it's in, it is absurd that David goes to the Philistines, but I guess... It does make sense in a way that enemy of my enemy is my friend-ish, right? So they know that Saul hates David. Hey, what better way to get against the, Isra- the Israelis, Israelites, whatever, than taking their public enemy number one 
and making him one of us, right? It, it, it feels like a mixture of uh, that time the guy from uh, T-Mobile went over to Verizon. He was like, hey, can you hear me now? And they're like, all right, now you work for Sprint now or whatever. I mean, obviously Edward Snowden is a better example, but <laughs> whatever. Okay, well, if Edward Snowden had a baby with a... Uh... T-Mobile guy. No, no, hold on. Chelsea Manning. Oh, God damn it, shut the fuck up. Oh, no. Yeah, if Edward Snowden had the baby with, like, uh, Rorschach from Watchmen, he's like, I'm the- <laughs> okay, you're locked man. in here with me. And they're like, is that guy? That's David, right? Like, yeah, yeah he kills yeah, a yeah. lot of us. Like, is he just walking around town? Do you want to <laughs> stop he- him? What were you fine with him? With those 600 bandits? I guess so. Got him. I guess. <laughs> so David knows that the price on his head is too high in Israel. He runs off to Gath to hang out with King Achish. Who we've uh, seen before? He was in, um, I think he was in twenty four. He uh, Gath is the one where, oh, maybe it's twenty. I can't remember. Uh, no, no, twenty one. Uh, in First Samuel twenty one, David fled to Gath, and they recognized him. So he pretended to be a crazy person in front oh, of the king. Oh yeah, of and they said, "Fuck him, get and him was out of drooling here!" Drooling and just fucking pissing himself and stuff. So, so oh, I like Atchish. Then he's funny. <laughs> he's a funny guy. He's like, "The fuck is this shit?" So there comes yeah, David again, be like, "Hey, look people? at me. I'm not. Uh, look at me. I'm not spitting on myself this time." They're like, "Yeah, this guy's cool." Yeah, yeah, man. Didn't recognize you without all the drool in your beard. Hey, I didn't recognize you without your adult diaper, but <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, he goes to Atchish, and Atchish, he basically says, hey, what's up? I'm David. You may have heard of me. Kind of a big deal. Um, Saul hears that David's gone now to Gath, and so Saul's cool. David goes to Atchish, and he's like, look, if if I found favor in your eyes, you know, get me out of your capital, right? I'm a little too close for comfort, probably, for you, because right. I am an Israelite. Give me a territory. Give me a small town or something. And so Atchish doesn't see why not to give a town to his greatest enemy of all time. With 600 men in tow. Yeah. 600 soldiers. This so miniature invasion. <laughs> he gives them the town of Ziklag, which I looked up. It's down. It's kind of right between Jerusalem and the uh, Gaza Strip. I bet Akish so heard the story of uh, uh, Nabal. And he's yeah. just like, the guy, like David oh, just walks shit. in. Hey, man, can I have some land? And uh, Akish is just looking at his wife like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fine. Don't I don't want to have a stroke. Whatever you want, man. Just just get out of here. <laughs> so David sets up there in, in Ziklag, and it says that he lives there for a year and four months. So that's exciting. Little... I, I like I like that uh twenty seven six. So Akish gave him Ziklag that day. Therefore Ziklag has belonged to the kings of Judah to this day. It, so when was this book written? Are you trying to pretend this was written at the time? <laughs> like well, like the guys are like not to by this Samuel. day, you know, yeah. Because Samuel's dead. The the Who land knows? of Ziklag has belonged to the kings of Judah uh, to this day, even though right now there are no kings could, of Judah in there. That could be a footnote. I guess. I don't know. Maybe anyway, an addendum. So, yeah, he lives there for a year and four months. And while they were there, David oh, and his men great. went up and raided the Geshurites, the Gerzites, the Amalekites. For those nations were inhabitants of the land of old as you go to shore even as far as the land of Egypt. So, so David's so, just raiding. Yeah, they're not Philistines, but they're probably like allies. You know, they're they're enemies of the Israelites. Um, and so, what David does is he's coming back. He kills every man and woman. Right, he goes to these cities, takes tons of spoil, takes food, takes camels, donkeys, what have you, clothing. But he kills every single human being because he's a good guy. Yeah, he's um, a great dude. The, God sees he the com- heart of men. Yeah, so he comes back to the Philistine territory to Gath specifically to Ziklag, his new city. And Akchish is like, oh, David's coming back with all these spoils. He's like, hey, David, 
What you uh, have to do? Who, you, who you're reading? And he goes, oh, I've been reading the Negev against Judah. Uh, or just all these different parts of the Negev, uh, but Israelite enemies, right? So he's saying that I'm killing my own people and lying that he's out there killing enemies of the Israelites. Yeah, I guess. I mean, to me, it feels like Akish is like, like sees like a kid. The, the way, the, the, the vibe of this t- uh, verse, it's like you're just sitting on your porch and you just keep seeing the neighborhood afternoon after afternoon, just walking down the street with like a knapsack and you're like, hey man, what's in the bag? And he just pulls out a head and you're like, cool, see you next <laughs> week. And every week it's a different head. You're like, oh, that kid, that kid yeah. really needs a, like a part-time job or something to keep busy. But um, the important part is that not only is he wholesale slaughtering uh, innocent people, but he's also lying about it and saying that who he's killing are Israelites, a.k.a. the Philistines' enemies, not their buddies. Right. David would save neither man nor woman alive to bring nudes to Gath, saying, lest they should inform on us, saying, thus David did. Uh, In other words, no witnesses. Basically, yeah, he's leaving no witnesses. He's out there killing men, women, stealing all their loot, and he's specifically raising the place to the ground so no one will know what a secretive, fucking lurking, conniving piece of shit he actually is. And I guess that he's just expecting everyone will think it's a coincidence that he went out on a raid and came back and there's an entire town gone, entire (laughs) cities are gone, (laughs) that line up perfectly with his travels. Like, Japan's like, like, hey, America, what, what were we up to? He's like, I was just bombing those Koreans. They're like, cool, cool. Has anyone heard from Nagasaki? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty shit uh, cover up. But it works for now, apparently, and that's all that matters. Because what Achish says, basically, is, huh, you know, if he's out there killing my enemies, I pretty much got this dude in my pocket now. Or if he's out there killing the Israelites, they'll never take him back. He's yeah. my boy. He's my pet, my dog. And that's actually the start of 28. It's all part of the same story. He has made his people Israel utterly abhor him. Therefore, he will be my servant forever. I didn't really understand that whole southern. I didn't realize he was lying to Akish. I just thought he was killing people. Yeah. So basically, no, David, he's outright is, lying. David is killing enemies of Israel and telling Akish, hey, man, I killed some fucking Jews today. And Akish is like, my boy. You know? Yeah. And that's kind he's of where like, we're at. And he sees it even better because he thinks David's an idiot. Right. Like because David would be an idiot to do that, right? To weaken his own people. Um, in reality, he's endearing. He's simultaneously weakling, weakening Israelite enemies and drawing himself closer into Akash's court. Okay, I didn't really, I didn't really get that when I first read it. But the, the way I'm thinking about enemy. it now, it's kind of like you have this like gangster that works for you, and he used to belong to the other tribe, and he's like he keeps yeah. bringing in money. You're like, hey, that's pretty good. Hey, what'd you get? He's like, oh, I killed that. I killed my old friends, but I, just because I love you so much, he's like, man, I have turned this fucking boy out. But really, he's killing other Italians, not Mexicans. Like <laughs> yeah, he said. yeah, 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 not Mexicans, like he said. Uh, so that's fun. Yeah. So now we're into chapter twenty-eight. Uh, David is lying, and it's going well for him. And Atrus is like, all right, you're my bodyguard for life, which sounds that. like a shitty job because. I don't know. I don't want to be anyone's bodyguard, but I guess it's a high honor. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and Akish said to David, you assuredly know that you will go out with me to battle, you and your men. Okay, this really take now that I'm seeing that flavor to it, it really has taken another turn that David it's has been killing, up. like, uh, non-Semites. Yeah. Uh, Anti-Semites. Well, Semites, but non well, not not Israelites. And Akash is like, dude, you've done so well. You've done so well killing all those Jews that I want you, you know, in secret. You've been doing so well killing Jews far, far away from me. Now you've you've earned it. You get to kill Jews right by my side. Get up here. Get on and my lap. And what's going on? And what's going on in chapter twenty-eight? 
but a Philistine army amassing to finally attack Israel and get their ass, right? Right. So the Philistine army is assembled and camped up um, in a place called Shunem. And meanwhile, Saul gathers up all of Israel and sets up a camp in Gilboa. The, the analogy so it's time I'm, to go. The analogy I'm thinking of is like you have this daughter and she's so skinny. And you're like, okay, I, you know, you know, you got to eat. Yeah, I've been, you know, we had, we talked to our therapist about that. She's like, oh, I had such a big lunch. Oh, I just, I ate so much this week. And you're like, okay, well, you know, you've earned it. So we're going to go to dinner at the hibachi bar. And you're like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, shit, shit. This is going to ruin my diet. I'm only 80 pounds. (laughs) So it says that Saul uh, sitting there across the battle lines from the Philistines is getting freaked the fuck out. He sees a huge army. The Lord is not answering him in dreams. The Urim that is not working, like the little coin flip thing that the prophets or that the uh, priest can do, isn't working. Which I don't see how that's not working. That doesn't really make sense. Yeah, you can't flip a coin. Like it just keeps landing on, on its side. side. They're like, yeah, he's like, God damn, that would be badass. Um, but Saul basically goes to attendants and he's like, listen, find me a fucking medium. I need a woman who can like talk to spirits and shit. Um, and if we uh, recall from Deuteronomy 18. That's uh, illegal. <laughs> we recall from yeah. Deuteronomy 9 to 14. You're supposed to put mediums to death. So yes. I think we're supposed to be kind of getting the flavor that Saul is just straying further and further from the path. No, he's not. He's not straying further. He's being pushed. God isn't talking to him. He's desperate man. He's trying to save right. Israel and he'll do whatever he's trying it takes. To- yeah, Philistine armies are coming in to kill God's people. Right. Saul is, and then God's not answering him because God, again, is a complete fucking sociopath shithead. <laughs> Too playing true. games, just playing right, just games, playing with fucking him. games, just just pawns in his his board. Um, so his his servants say, "Yeah, there's one in Endor." I'm picturing she's a very short, furry medium, <laughs> something of an Ewok. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Great. I had to. Yeah. I wrote that down. You did I had have to say to, it. Yes. Uh, so Saul is like, fuck, I got to go talk to this medium. So he puts on another person. He puts on a bunch of clothes. He disguises himself, but somehow still brings two dudes with him, you know? Yeah. And they These go down boys. to this woman, this woman in indoor, and he tells her, hey, they go to her at night. So it's all sneaky, sneaky. And yes. he tells her, please conduct a seance for me and bring up for me the one I shall name to you. So it's kind of a mystery. Who's, who's Saul? Saul is like... Moving across the country, he finds this lady. There is a guy I need to talk to. I need you to fucking bring up a dude. This I got to say, this whole story, if you did it well and you obviously took out some of the bullshit parts and made it more linear and make sense, could be a hell of a movie. It, it, this it, this entire scene between like uh, David versus Saul, basically. Yeah. Like. It could kick ass. It is surprising. I think we're seeing a lot of improvement in like just the general storytelling is yeah. that David is with the Philistines who's been pretending to kill for the Philistines this whole time. And now he's trapped in the army himself about to be forced to battle against the Israelites that he's been lying, saying he's been fighting this whole time, but hasn't been. And yeah. now Saul is like worried that he's going to fight the Philistines, not realizing David's pretending that he's over on the Philistines and he's defending Israel, but he doesn't work for God anymore. Um, but now he like goes to this woman. He's like, I need a fucking, I'm, I'm lost. Yeah. I need some guidance. I need you to bring back a man Hell to yeah. talk to me. Like you throw in a little bit of intrigue to make the Ziphorite decisions make sense. And like, it's a cool story suddenly. Yeah. Um, um, so she, he comes to her and she goes, hey, don't you know what's been going on around here though? Uh, Saul has cut off the mediums and the spiritists from the land. She's like, I'm not even allowed to be around here. 
um, are you setting a trap for me? Are you a fucking cop? <laughs> you show me you your fucking to, tits. You have to say if you're a cop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Like, so I was like, listen, ask me if I'm Saul and I'll have Pull to tell the truth. That's in chat. Yeah, yeah. Show me, <laughs> let's show me your tits. Show me, let me see a I wire. Want, you know? I want to make sure there's no wire on you. Yeah. yeah. So Saul says to her, listen, I swear to you, as sure as the Lord lives, you will not be punished. And he's a man of his word. And uh, she's like, all right, fine. No more questions. Who do you want me to bring up? And Saul says, ominously, I picture. This is a big moment in the movie. Bring up Samuel. Yeah, it's, it's kind like, of oh, cool. shit. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, bring me Samuel. Like, it's it's weird that I, there's a lot of interesting points. One, Saul has been such a good boy for God that he has essentially eradicated mediums and spiritists. And now that God has abandoned him, now Saul's in a bind trying to find a fucking medium or a spiritist, you know? It's like it's like your entire constituency was like, we got to ban vaccines. And then your kid gets polio. You're like, fuck, I have to change my path here. I got to <laughs> find a fucking solution to this shit. Um, and the one he wants to speak to is Samuel, whom I'm guessing their relationship's a little bit complicated. I mean, Samuel did spray him in oil, did make him king. Samuel is in many ways responsible for all this bullshit that's happened to him, you know? Yeah. But always a word of uh, wisdom from Samuel, which I don't really get it. Samuel's a piece of shit. I mean, Samuel, yeah, I Samuel. In, in almost any instance with Saul and Samuel, Samuel drops the fucking ball. Hey, Samuel, we've got a war going on. Where are you? Three days late, he shows up. Hey, man, you guys <laughs> eat without me, you fucking assholes? Like, yeah, it was three days ago. Um, but anyway, he wants Samuel. So, sure enough, as soon as Samuel's little ghost starts, I guess, hovering up from out of the ground, where does he come from? Yeah, uh, Heaven's not real, you guys, because Sam- apparently mediums exist and they work. Yeah, she summons Samuel from God knows where. Literally, only God. And uh, she realizes suddenly, when she recognizes Samuel, what the fuck's going on. And she goes, are you kidding me? You you tricked me. You're Saul. You're the fucking guy that, that's the reason I'm not allowed to exist here. And he's like, chill out, chill out. Yeah, Settle shut down. the fuck up, all right? Yeah, obviously, it's fucking cool. She's like, she's like, what the fuck? Like, uh, it's like when you go to a prostitute, and you're a guy, and he's a guy. And as you're boning him, he turns on the news, and he's like, holy shit, you're George Bush. Like, you're, you're my fucking Argentina. Dude, this... This scene where Willem Dafoe is playing old King Saul <laughs> and Morgan Freeman is Samuel and comes walking. Dude. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, God. Cream. Um, and then I want Timothy Chalmay as Jonathan and Robert Pattinson plays David. I've already got it all figured out. <laughs> you got it. Right. Perfect. After seeing The Lighthouse, I'm just saying Defoe and Pattinson, ugh, ugh, it's magic chemistry. Okay. Well, let's talk so, about The Lighthouse after. In our, in our, we will. We will. Out. Uh, okay. So what happens is uh, she's freaking out. He's like, chill out. Just tell me what you see. And she's like, it's an old man wearing robes. It's like fucking a priest guy. And it's all like, that's him. that's him. That's him. That's it. That's all you have to say. Old yeah. guy in robes. Who could Don't it be? They all wear robes. Who else but Samuel? <laughs> He's the only guy that wears robes in the whole fucking nation. Glad you didn't get the other Samuel I like that it doesn't robes. follow like uh, Jedi rules where he's that old man. Like Samuel didn't go to hell or heaven or wherever the <laughs> fuck they pulled him from and then come back all healthy and good looking. If Samuel had come Still out of the ground and Saul's like, what the fuck? Samuel. You're fucking hot now. He's like, bro, it's heaven. Look at this fucking look this at is that. how I lure in the boys. My ass is literally if my ass could be chapped, it she would be. Bounce a quarter. Bounce <laughs> a quarter off of it. Um, so Saul or Samuel says to Saul, like, all right, what the hell? You disturbed my sleep or whatever. Go say, I don't know. Go watch go watch uh what's the movie? Uh 
A Christmas Carol. I like that we're learning. I mean, it, it's very interesting how like old school ghost rules are fucking coming up. Like Samuel yeah. gets pulled in the nose like, why have you woken me? So you go to sleep when you die? If we're taking this as the little word from God, we've got a lot of retconning we have to do on ghost rules. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Saul says to him, I'm in distress. You got it. You got to help me. The Philistines are here. God's not talking. No one's answering me. Not a prophet, not a dream. What do I fucking do, Samuel? You're the last guy. And this is this is interesting because Samuel fucking hated Saul, right? And Saul had to have known that. Right. And still is willing to humble himself before Samuel in a last-ditch effort to save his people. All right? Again, I can't stress this enough. Saul is the perfect fucking king. With the <laughs> one exception of the, like, insanity clause that he has, the insanity thing going and murdering on, those that priests, God gave him. Yeah, it's not like, it, it, Saul is a better man than God. I, and David. It's not a hard ball. Yeah, it's not, it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not a high bar to achieve to out-God God, but Saul definitely is better than God. And, and Saul only killed women and children when God specifically ordered him to. David is doing it for sport. For fun, yeah. And to yeah. keep his secret, to be a naughty boy out there in the Basically. woods. Basically. You know? um, I like yes. that, like, so Samuel's like, why have you woken me? Why have you disturbed me? And Saul's basically like, listen, man, I'm trying to protect the entire fucking nation from an army that is attacking us. No one's talking to me. I'm all on my own. I'm terrified for my nation. What should I do? And Sam's like, did you think we were friends? Like, what a piece of shit. Like, Sam's just like, girl, He's an you asshole. know I'm fucking, yeah, fuck you, asshole. He's like, all right, great. Uh, all, all this work for not. You guys want to see it die? You want to see it die? And uh, Samuel gets it to him straight. He's like, all right. Uh, basically, you disobeyed the Lord and you've been cut off. Um. Because you didn't do everything that he wanted you to. He's going to deliver both Israel and you into the hands of the Philistines. And tomorrow, you and your sons will be with me. Yikes. Seriously, <laughs> everyone's going to die. I like that. I like that, like, Samuel's like, yeah, God totally cut you off. But don't worry. If you have any additional questions, you can ask God when you see him tomorrow. I'd be like, <laughs> I'm like I, uh, what? <laughs> that's that's horrifying. Um, right. yeah. So Saul falls uh Totally prostrate on the ground, filled with fear. So I guess he passed out, kind of. Um, his strength was gone because it says he hadn't eaten anything in the past couple of days because he's that concerned. He's worried about Israel, people. yeah. The only person in this entire fucking in- entity worried about Israel, you know. Yeah. The one guy. Well, God is killing them off. Right. Ugh. Um, so the woman, yeah, uh, the woman came to Saul and saw how fucked up he was. And she's like, hey, look, uh. Just so we're still clear, like, I did what you told me to, you know, you're not going to fuck me up, right? <laughs> He's like, and uh, you should probably eat something. <laughs> she, she literally tells him Yeah, that. she's like, you look worried. Uh, can I get you a snack? And he's like, yeah, that'll fix everything. There's a fucking war about to brew. There's an army of Philistines coming. But yeah, if you can get me a half a sandwich, that'd be fucking great. And in reality, what he says is, I will not eat. <laughs> because he's a total fucking drama king. Yeah. Huh. Um. So his men refused, or sorry, his men joined the woman, urging him to eat, and he finally listened. Got up from the ground, had sat on the couch. Yep, had she had a fattened calf by chance, so they butchered it up. This sounded like it took a while. She made him bread and butchered calf, and uh, they ate. Right, and that same night up, night they got up and left. He kept his word. He didn't kill the woman. I was really worried that he was going to, but he let her live, even though she was a, a summoner or whatever. Talks to ghosts. Yeah, I guess. That's yeah. chapter 28. 
Well, that's it. That's as far as we'll get this episode. Yeah. Plenty. Crazy shit, though. We, now we're talking to ghosts. We've got David being a complete piece of shit, as usual. Um, I kind of want to. I kind of want to treat the Bible the way that like the Potterverse fandom treats Potter, like where we just talk about like rules and like every. This is the written word, you know. Like so, officially, if you're a Christian, you believe in ghosts, and you probably agree with the fact that mediums are effective. I mean, here yeah. we have a story where Saul is like, the reason why God doesn't want you talking to mediums is he doesn't like the competition. Like, these guys are, like, talking to ghosts, you know, whereas God likes to gatekeep that shit. Sure. He has the, uh, yeah, the monopoly on ghost talking. Yeah. And then, but I do like that it did feel kind of like a Jedi ghost, huh? It did. Uh, I saw a spirit ascending out of the earth. So Samuel's in hell, probably for pedophilia. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Who? Wonder, okay. Real, that's I don't probably why. Back, I don't want to get back too much into this, but who do you picture playing the medium? She has to be like kind of a nervous comedic relief character. Ah, uh, Santa Fe. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. Amy she's Poehler. Like, Amy Poehler. I'm thinking Amy Poehler from Parks. Yeah, Rush. she'd be she'd be funnier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not gonna, you're not gonna kill me, right? <laughs> I, 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 sh- I showed you the ghost. <laughs> I showed you the ghost. Uh, yes, you're doomed, but we're still cool, right? Like, <laughs> like I'm not gonna be killed by some lame duck king, right? Like you're not. <laughs> I actually want to pour what little, and by little, I mean no resources I have, into making this into a movie. Like, I just, it sounds like it would be so fucking We good. should do, we should the, just do it, you and me. We'll just, we just play violence? every role. We'll do it the way that they did, like, Kids in the Hall, where we play all the roles. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm down. Uh, what a wild, wild turn of events, though. Um, the Bible continues to surprise me. Like, again, I knew about the Saul David Chase thing. Right. A lot of this shit was new to me, though. I don't. I don't ever remember learning about David eff- effectively eff- defecting to uh, the Philistines. <laughs> David, now famous granted, for as a killing, double agent. Yeah, uh, David, famous for killing Goliath the Philistine, still carrying the man's sword, just walking yeah. around the Philistines like, "Hey guys, what's up?" Killed a bunch of Jews I mean, later, and they just fucking chest bump. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's probably cool now. <laughs> he's cool, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, so he's not good. just a murdering sociopath with no ties to anybody, right? Like, no, no, he's he's, <laughs> he's good with us. Totally reliable. Why don't people who have relationships based out of cheating ever find happiness? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, that, fucking David, you piece yeah. of shit. I hate David. <laughs> I love Saul. I honestly, like, if I was some, a super villain or like a, like the if I was like a Lex Luthor type, right? All my resources would go into. Uh, finding Saul's DNA and like resurrecting him and then making him king <laughs> yeah, again. Just this this nervous pool of a man. They're like, oh, the Philistines are coming. I gotta fucking. <laughs> no, he's a bat. He's dude. a bit of he a wreck. His... He's a bit of a wreck. Yeah, but I'll, we can get him on meds now that would treat this. <laughs> we get him some lithium. Yeah, get, right. Yeah, Doctor Grant. Yeah, you got do your some... worst, God. <laughs> do your worst. <laughs> he's just fucking. He's just blazed on Xanax and Percocet. Just like, yeah, man, fucking do it. Yeah, Brain. we have we have the capabilities now of silencing the voices that God sends us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever we have uh, to, to, to the audience now, if you find yourself feeling a cruel ghost from God, <laughs> drug it into submission. You know, fucking do it. I'm not. I mean, honestly, honestly, yeah. Honestly, why 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 put up with uh, all this bullshit in life if you can just make it go away? Look at a uh, fucking XX Tenation. Yeah, look at uh yeah, all those guys. <laughs> I think Little Peep. Uh, who else is on the who's on the list? Little, little Windex. <laughs> oh, um, that's the Bible, folks. 
that's it for today. Anything else, Cole, you want to talk about? Um, let's 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 roll it out so that uh, people can like know when to like log off. Tell them their email address, and then afterwards, I want us to talk about the lighthouse. Okay, so if you don't already, follow us on Twitter at Revelations. If you want to send us an email, you can do that at revelationspodcast at gmail.com. All right, so the lighthouse, you saw it, right? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Did you see it? Yeah, we just saw it. We, did, we just oh, saw it. We just saw it. Uh, it yeah, it's great. It on, like, digital. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's great. The whole time Missy and I were watching it, she's like, are boys like this? I'm like, kind of. <laughs> like, yes. Kind of. What, yes. you never got drunk and wrestled your boy and then tried to kiss a little bit? That's... That's every I mean, man. She's been there when you and I did that. Yeah, yeah, she does. She does. I've had five drinks. It's time to fucking get greased up and wrestle each other in the backyard. I mean, that really is what it's like on a ship, though. I don't doubt like, it. Yeah, for real, for real. And also, I love the, uh, I love just the, the the emotion of it. Man, it was fucking wild ride. I, thought, I saw it in theaters. Oh, uh, that would have been that would have been interesting. Because yeah, we saw it. I mean, I've got, a, I've got a huge fucking TV. I've got lots of Because there's no but. escaping it in theaters. You can't, like, pause it and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like a, spoiler alert, we're going to talk more in depth. Yeah. I don't, I, I like that, I kind of like that it was in, like, four by three perspective. Oh, yeah, like, the ratio. I mean, when the, you got a TV the... as big as mine, I'm like, man, there's a foot of TV I'm fucking losing. Like, I paid for that fucking TV. Um even but, in the theater, it was like that. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I don't doubt it. But it was kind of, it's kind of interesting. It's like the Grand Budapest Hotel. It kind of frames it. Yeah. I kind of like it. I like that it was in black and white. I like that there was lots of, like, just one long fucking shot of William Defoe yeah. screaming. Like, I would do yeah. that. I just want that all life, all my life. I just want William Defoe being, and then uh, the booms is screaming at you, and then the, the, the gulls will eat your bones. I was like, this is bad. Oh, yeah, his, uh, his like, curse against uh, Pattinson's character <laughs> yeah, was, so was so fucking, fucking crazy. <laughs> Blast ye! <laughs> <laughs> I like, made Neptune's depths takey. I, like, I love it. Dude. I like that there was so much like gaslighting and like not knowing what was happening, and then it ends, and I'm like, is it supposed to be a reference to Prometheus? Has the whole time? Has, I'm sure, any some of, this, of it is. I, I the whole movie, the, the movie ended, and then I just remember like I was looking at Missy. I was like, was there a point to any of this? Is there some message I'm missing? I don't get it. I don't get the whole. It was fucking gross. It was disturbing. There was so much yeah. fucking exposition. Yeah. There's it's just a lot of fucking nothing. Um, I got to see mermaid puss. That's cool. And then yeah, saw, that was know, pretty like, dope. That was pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I, I never really understood what the fucking tentacles were up top, or like him like walking into the jizz. I did, there's so much I don't understand. Was he? I mean, I think a lot of it was Promethean, and that like uh, the 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 foolishness of humans like wanting wanting to explore forbidden things and like is that what it was it. that um that's not all of it i feel like william defoe is, an... is the gatekeeper of the 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 holy fire and always yeah defoe but and... then also very very um lovecraftian too when it came to that stuff so yeah. i i feel like we could have an entire episode just about that movie <laughs> that movie that movie was fucking weird i like i liked him like i want to watch it again because i saw it a while back i liked i liked how just how mean william defoe was <laughs> like, yeah, it was great like when he like when like he's carrying that giant fucking jug of oil up the steps and he's like why don't you just take the little can you fucking retard I was like, <laughs> yeah. damn william, damn. Damn a fucking break do you want to get stabbed <laughs> in your sleep <laughs> so much it was such a it was such an odd display of like uh boys will be boys kind of the general gross nature and like being trapped with another person and stuff and claustrophobia. I I I would never watch it again, but I enjoyed it yeah, for yeah. what I for what I saw. I thought it was an interesting experience. Boys will be boys indeed. That's actually a good defense for that Mormon guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye everybody. <laughs>